Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you've joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page on warn-usa.com. And I want you to know that we do take your prayer requests seriously and we will always correspond back with you. So thank you. We care about you and we love you. You can find Warn Radio on USA.life, MeWe, Parlor, Cloud Hub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. You can listen to our shows on warn-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers. Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. Be sure to give us a thumbs up and leave a good comment on the show where you heard us. And we appreciate you doing that. Do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. End of Days, Shadow of Judgment. We find great livability in these writings of Scripture by the hand of the Apostles. Through the inspiration of the Spirit of God... We can peer into the daily life and see what they faced. We now enter the end of days and its shadow of judgment. Also, America for whom the bell tolls. America for whom the bells toll. A lonely ringing of a bell. Several rings of a bell for a signal. Or one final dying ring of the death knell to a bygone era. Bygone era. Also, 4th of July and the American Truism. During division in America, bipartisanship and the first and the me first agenda, I don't mind publishing and making these kinds of patriotic truths available right now. We need them. Kingdom of God by force. The kingdom of God by force is a phrase that relates the very words of our Lord. Today we can see the faith and testimony of Jesus Christ in every nation on earth. Even in the most persecuted areas we find Christians. And on warn-usa.com we have the Gospel Prophecy News Classic Warn Radio. It features one of our premier shows, Gospel Prophecy News. Around the world, the call of the cross moves the people of God and servants of our Lord Jesus Christ to exalt him, move forward with the gospel, and to endure all things for his name's sake. On Dana Glenn Smith, God's Purpose, The Lesson of the Old Porch. This is a special written prose by the watchman to illustrate a point. God's Purpose is 
is in this lesson, the lesson of the old porch which makes life come into a brighter view, being thankful for what there is and settling for God's purpose. Be sure to go to DanaGlennSmith.com where you can sign up to get the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and also visit the Christian book, our Christian Books and Resource Shop where we feature Christian books and other resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. It's good to be back. Yes, and uh, we did have someone <coughs> who asked us where we've been, if we'd been fishing. No, we have not been fishing. <laughs> I've been fishing for a long time. That would be nice, but maybe someday. You know, we're fishers of men. But fishing like as in really fishing? Nope. Haven't been camping? Haven't been on vacation? That's that's okay. uh, I've been camping for 23 years. Yep. Well, at any rate, uh, of course, we had the feasts. And we were also working on a number of other things, including uh, getting our uh, the latest book called Rising Out, and I had to work on uh, some editing on that. This uh, take time because it, we have to get it back to the publisher. And uh, so the Rising Book 2 and the Steel series is coming out. We really haven't had a push to uh, advertise either one of them. Uh, and, of course, the other one, we haven't even got out yet, but the Steel, Steel the Darkness, we haven't, uh, it's just been on Amazon. You have to advertise and do a bunch of stuff. We haven't been doing anything. Uh, been too busy with everything else. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, the biggest thing that we have going here is that people have to stay focused on the Lord and get Amen. themselves through what's what's present. And so uh, uh, this is book two in the Steel series, and I don't know if there's going to be any more. Originally, I was going to have four, but uh, whether or not I write any more depends on how many this will sell. I'm glad to wrap this up. Uh, This book is not, uh, you know, it leaves open where I could take off from there. But uh, this is, uh, I think, a good book. And well, I think it is too. I really enjoy reading it. So uh, we're going to continue doing that, but we also want to publish a bunch of other books from writings that I've done for many years. I have more uh, uh, five thousand word articles than you can shake a stick at, uh, and uh, we're planning on putting a lot of those into books. 
as well because a lot of them uh, aren't even on our websites anymore they're not published and uh, they're good stuff and so uh, we have both websites warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com and Dana Glenn Smith is the Watchman Institute and the other one is the Warren Radio site and we're planning in the future to just combine them and that's mainly because uh, of the way the situation is in 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 our country today uh, having one right now we have two uh, with uh, our gift store on it that I haven't really I created it and I put a few things in it but I haven't had a chance to update it and uh, get everything but the future plans are to get more of our stuff online and like that and sell it from our websites we really haven't done that but uh, you know we we for all the time we've been here everything we published everything we we taught online was free and so now we've got a lot of stuff uh, forming into um, just like our Isaiah series which is in 150 parts right now and it'll probably be 300 and that'll require an archive and we're going to have uh, special access and things like that because we want to keep them together and keep them nice so th there's a lot of plans but really the way things are going in america you know and the way biden is going there, there's a lot of issues here and uh, and i'm sure you're aware of that uh, and in order to really know what i've been warning about you would have to be a follower for a long time many people have no clue as to what i've said many years ago what i warned about <clears throat> and people are notorious for uh for just walking off and go doing something else so the bottom line of it is is that uh we've had uh the same message for a long time but there's one focus that we really do take serious above everything and that is the advocacy for the persecuted church. Wouldn't you think, Tower? Well, I think so, too, because that's... Our brothers and sisters around the world are really on our hearts. And It's horrible uh, to see what they have to go through. One of the things, first step, came out of Gatestone Institute. And I'm not going to read the article, because this is old, but they... Uh, they were, did an article on the Biden administration, which was a troubled bridge over troubled waters. Actually, they have Afghanistan persecuted Christians. That was a title. But I renamed it for what we're doing here is Biden administration is a troubled bridge over troubled waters. And uh, Biden continues to ignore his responsibility, which is not surprising. Nope. Uh, and uh, when Biden, you know... Even when Trump was in office, uh, the Lord revealed to me that the next election would be uh, a crucial. That, uh, in fact, uh, while many people believe Trump was a shoe-in, I did not. I came to understand that judgment uh, was coming if Biden got in. Um, and uh, so we, we've got a lot of issues here. Uh, and uh, right now, Biden has done more damage than Obama ever thought of doing, and Obama had all of his wits about him. And uh, But what Biden did uh, in Afghanistan, the way he did it, was just foolish. And 
you know, I think that was one of the stupidest things any sitting president could do. I think in order to do that, you would have to be foolish, you'd have to be stupid, and you would have to be totally blinded as to what the real issues are. And all of those could also be over overshadowed by the fact that he has dementia. I think he does have dementia, but I don't think that he's at the point where he doesn't know what he's doing. I think Biden does. I think he, for a long time, has uh, had, and even when he was at, uh, out, uh, you know, doing electioneering, you know, for the presidency, you know, when someone would ask him a question, he'd get angry with them and tell them to shut up or something, really angry and aggressive. Biden's true nature came through while he was, uh, uh, you know, going around shaking hands and trying to pretend that he was uh, worthwhile for a presidency. And all the people they have up there, none of them don't expect anything out of them to be pro-American. Not one thing. I'd be surprised if one thing comes out. They were, they got up there for one reason. They're up there to destroy the country. I've known that. I've known that for a long time, and I've warned about judgment on of America for over, well, long time. <laughs> more than two decades, yeah. more than the time we've been here. Tower and I have been telling people about judgment on America long before we ever got to. Uh, Warren Radio and to this ministry that we have uh, spent now, well, I don't know, it's coming, 25 years, you're pretty close. Getting there. So, you know, you couldn't have had a, a stupider thing, and, and, you know, the thing of it is, is that they still don't know how many people are behind lines there. But the Taliban are going around, and uh, I get daily updates uh, from over in that area because we do have contacts uh, with uh, major ministries over there. And it's really hard for any major ministry to get help to them. They got across the border with stuff and try not to get caught by the Taliban. So this is really, really, really uh, very dangerous. And so uh, one of the stupidest things that I've ever seen in my life as far as a sitting president is the Biden administration um, doing what he did with Afghanistan. And then he followed that stupid act up with another one, which was to block the rescue of persecuted Christians. And uh, so this tells you if he's going to do that to your enemies, uh, you know, uh, he made a pact with the Taliban. And uh, and he doesn't want to help anybody over there. Don't expect him to do anything for you. And, of course, um, I, I put no quarter in Biden at all. He's... Uh, he's just merely a figurehead. He's somebody up there that uh, I don't hate, uh, and uh, I think he needs to repent. But uh, I, I am one who teaches and preaches holiness. I am one who is a watchman 
and I write extensively, I preach and teach extensively on the judgment of God on America that this nation as we know it will cease to exist. I stand by that. I was told that many, many years ago. And uh, there's a lot of other things connected to that which I'm not going to talk about. I don't talk about that stuff and that is the reason today that I am persistent in what I do because of what the Lord God revealed to me so long ago. Now, this thing here is an absolute tragedy, but Tower and I cover tragedy, not just in Afghanistan. Tower, how many nations on earth do you, do you think we find Christians who are facing death every day? Oh, I don't know. I don't know how many nations there are, but there's hundreds. It yeah. seems like hundreds. Every nation, it seems like, is having issues. Yeah. Even in America. In, exactly. Yep. In America, I have I warned about that many, many years ago. I I talked about the fact that the churches would run with blood. I talked about the fact that there would be war here and uh, that Christians would be persecuted. Make no mistake, folks. You start tearing apart a country like Biden is doing. You start having an open border like we've never seen. Meanwhile, you have Republicans that continue to work with this administration to do various legislation. People don't understand that what is happening here is the end of your life as you know it in this country. That's right. Unless somebody stands up and unless something happens, unless the Lord makes a way. Now, see, if you follow us on doing the Isaiah series, you would actually find that there is uh, a little excerpt within that judgment on America and that is in your judgment lord remember mercy amen and that god could make a way for us to get out of this but as it stands now if america does not stop with the pride and the filth and the stuff that it's doing and (laughs) i mean personally i don't see that coming that that is not there and uh, it just isn't. Now, we have people going around preaching. We have people going around uh, in an easy-peasy manner and trying to get people to come to the Lord, and people are. Praise the Lord for that. We're seeing, we're seeing Muslims and Hindus and others coming to the Lord. But make no mistake about it. Pride is the big issue here in America and pride is what we have and every kind of sin that we have here we're proud of it and uh, god is not going to endorse a nation with such sin that's right and god will allow the enemies to grow in strength because i'll tell you one one point and this is biblical biblical and this is going to come to pass that there will be a harvest of the wicked and they're going to continue to be wicked and that's just the way it is. So what you need to do is have tunnel vision and you need to look to the Lord and you need to keep your eyes and hearts upon him and seek him with everything you have and pray that you would be counted worthy to escape all these things that are going to come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. And also pray that you will be delivered from the evil. Now, the Lord actually talks about that by saying, Father, I pray that you would not take them out of the world, but keep them from the evil. 
Then in what we call the Lord's Prayer, he prayed, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. There's definite verses about you being delivered from evil and being counted worthy to escape. Now you need to pray these for you and your family. And you need to understand that this thing in America has a lot of enemies. If you want to bring this nation back, if you want to bring Trump in, frankly, you know, I like Trump. But I was surprised that he ran. I was even more surprised that he won because he was a billionaire white guy. And this country don't like either one of them. The only kind of billionaires they like are those like George Soros who give out money to corrupt, like destroy America. George Soros' own goal, he says with his own lips, is that before I die, I want to destroy America. That's tragic that he felt like that. Yeah, and, and that is what you get when you have someone who actually deserted his own people during Hitler, became a Christian, and now he's... Also, deserting the Christians. I don't know what he is. He enjoys playing God. That's another quote. I I did research on him. I know his quote, what he said. Nevertheless, that doesn't mean he's the same man. And uh, the bottom line of it is today is that you need to pray for Afghanistan and the Christians that are over there. Uh, the Christians that are over there uh, bluntly said that they are going to stay there and they're going to be a witness. And doesn't matter what the Taliban do to them, they are going to stand for Christ and they're going to be that voice for Christ in Afghanistan. So make no no mistake about it. These people that are Christians that are over there, they're former Muslims, and they're standing for Christ against the Taliban. And make no mistake. There's Taliban that are coming to the Lord over there. Make no mistake, just because you have some stubborn ones over there. I got news for you. God knows how to deal with stubborn sinners. Boy, he does. And I got news for you. The Taliban don't stand a chance if God decides to move in there. And these stubborn guys can be cut off just like that. Every, every ounce, every little breath you take is because of the mercy of God. And as a sinner, you better think about that. Because it's time for this nation and the nations of the world to understand there's a God in heaven and he's coming again. He's sending his son back who will triumph over all principalities and powers. He's already done that on the cross, but he's going to stomp him into the dust and send him into the pit of hell. Make no mistake, he's coming again. And when he does, he's not coming as a crucified lamb. He's coming as the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the the Almighty that is going to judge all people he's going to bring them down he's going to clean this place up thank thank god i know now we do have a couple of other things with with afghanistan i suppose you heard this that uh the new man that was running Afghanistan's internal security, I can't say his name. His last name is Hakani. He's on the FBI's most wanted list. Hmm. Isn't that quite shocking? And he comes from a family accused of killing Americans and, and uh, Afghan citizens. Good and agree. so. It's not surprising that he's like that. Yeah. And, of course, all, a lot of the ones that are up there now, the, the one old uh, Taliban, uh, 
that one of his eyes looked like it's half blinded um, is the one leader now and he's swearing that they're going to live by the uh, by the Koran the Sharia law yeah and we're going to live by every word out of the Koran hmm. well the thing he's going to find out and that is the promise does not go through Ishmael the promise goes through Isaac and Yahshua is that promise Amen. And he came, died on the cross, was resurrected from the dead, and he is coming again. For both the Jews and the Muslims and, and any other person out there, there's only one Savior between God and man, and that is Yahshua, Jesus Christ our Lord. He is the resurrection and the life. Make no mistake about it, he's coming again, and that's the way it is. Yes, amen. Thank you, Lord. So we we are going to move on, and Tower has something up front. Okay, this story comes to us from MorningStarNews.org. And this is really a tragedy in Uganda. This uh, happened in August... Dante Tambika, he was also known as Patrick, was going um, to the lake with his friends. There was four, uh, th him and three other friends. And on the way there, these five Muslim teenagers followed them. And they knew the five Muslims who stopped them. And they tried to provoke them by calling them infidels and saying they were going to crush them like they like Allah did to those who used to attack their prophet Muhammad and the four Christians did not respond they kept walking to the lake and they began fishing from their boat at about 6:30 and as they were returning to the shore the same boys were there and one shouted the jihadist slogan and then from out of nowhere, six other Muslims approached the fishing boat, furious and utterly defaming words against us. The um, One of the friends, Mukama, said, told Morningstar News. And he said, I told my friends that we were in trouble and that each of us should prepare for self-defense. And I led them in prayers. And the jihadists whom the Christians did not recognize came close and that one jumped in the boat and began beating Patrick on the back with his fists and a stick and he commanded them to believe in Allah or else he was going to kill them and Dante replied that we cannot or Patrick that we cannot renounce Christ Christianity if you want to kill us kill us know that we are ready and uh Mukama, one of the other friends who escaped, wanted to know why they should renounce Christ. And Patrick's father, Boaz, had been a successful area evangelist. And one of the assailants replied that a 
Christian named Boaz had converted many Muslims, including his brother, to Christianity. So that's why apparently they were so angry about it. And the others, other Muslims jumped into the boat and started beating them with sticks. And um, three of them jumped out because they could swim. But uh, Patrick was not able to swim. So he, unfortunately, was murdered. And his friends went for help. And they didn't find Patrick till the next day. He had been beaten on the head, tied with a rope, and strangled. And this is just such a tragedy. And he was a wonderful Christian leader in the community. And his father had taught him how to do this, to be a leader and to convert people or to lead them to Christianity. His um, father had mentored him and he had, his father had led several in the community to Christ and, and a community leader he led to Christ. And um, Tambika's movement after he had, uh, this, this is why the Muslims began monitoring, monitoring, watching him watching his movements because he'd led five teenagers to Christ and that angered them. So, um, this is what they're facing in Uganda. Well, they're facing it in a lot of places. If you're, yes. if, if you're in India, it's the Muslims doing the persecuting. No, the, um, not Muslims. The Hindus. I Hindus. Mean. Yeah. Well, the Muslims, you know, there's other groups over there like the Sikhs. There's also the pagans over there, the the animists uh, that live in the forest and stuff. Uh, and so if, if you go to, you know, India, you have the Hindus. And, of course, if you're in Pakistan, it is the Muslims. If you go into China, it's the communists. If you go into North Korea, it's the North Korean government. Now, the commonality is, is there's more than Muslims that are enemies. There is a lot of enemies of Christ today. And in every nation on earth, there are those people who are willing to kill. <coughs> and Christ said it best. There are those that will think they're doing God a service when they kill you. I know. That just is crazy. And they will do this because they do not know the Father or me. And so, uh, in America, we're pretty much a bunch of uh, Americanized pagans over here. And we've also got religion. But, make no mistake, you have a lot of enemies here. Of Christ and of Christianity. But, uh, you know, there's no doubt that when, when Trump got in... And you've seen a raise. I mean, he would openly speak of Christ. He would, you know, the people that, that loved him were Christians and patriots and conservatives. And it was one of the best things that went on for four years, except for the fact that Democrats never gave an inch and tried to get rid of him every step of the way. So there's a whole America out there that loves the good part. 
and there's a whole bunch of Americans that totally want this nation destroyed along with anybody who believes the way this country used to be. And so America, the day is coming when you're going to have to wake up and understand that we needed to take care of the issue a long time ago and because we were so caught up in the carnal things and forgetting about spiritual things, now we're going to have to deal with the fact that generations of young people have fallen away from the true and the living God. Generations of young people have also fallen away from uh, what our forefathers did with this nation in the beginning. So tragic. It is. And so Dante, you know, when you look over Uganda, you can find the same thing throughout Africa going on. And they're hunted down by Boko Haram, Al-Shabaab, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, and there's a myriad of other radical Islamic groups. There's one group in the world, and that is the radical Islamics, you know, who are committing jihad. And they're doing that in order to bring in a one world for Allah. And they're really the only ones on the face of this earth that are openly making war against the entire world to bring in Muslims, you know, Islam. And it's not going to go away because you have darkness and you have a lot of things going on here. So... It's about time that you understood that if you aren't where you need to be, you need to get there. And that's spiritually speaking. Amen. And, of course, in uh, Myanmar, this is another area. Yeah, we've talked to them quite a, about them quite a few times. And... Uh, It's just, now this is I, uh, International Christian Concern is talking about Myanmar. But uh, this is where Myanmar's military took over. They seized control of the government in February, but ever since February we've had nothing but trouble over there. And of course, uh, who knows, you know, exactly if they would have done it if, you know, the president and the government had done their job. Uh, well, the government, of course, was elected democratically, they said. Hmm. But widespread civil disobedience, popular uprisings, and the military decide to conduct a brutal crackdown. And uh, they've killed, the, and that is the this military who took over has killed more than a 1,000 civilians. They've imprisoned over 7,000. Wow. And 6,000 are still being detained. That's insane. I mean, if you have the ones they killed and the ones they've imprisoned, that's 8,000. And of that 8,000, 6,000 are still detained and in some kind of prison. Good oh, yeah, we're the government. We're of the people, by the people, and for the people, as long as we can keep the people in prison. Right. I mean, you know, if you do that to the people, there's no way you're going to have an economy. Nope. You know, if if you put every citizen in jail and don't allow them to have a way to make a living, I mean, it ain't going to do you much good to have a, even have a government. 
That's for sure. Now, I guess that uh, military junta has a long history of violence against the people of Myanmar. Well, you know, shouldn't feel surprised at that because there's a lot of these military outfits that are pretty rough against the people. Because after all, they got guns and bullets. They're not like a lot of this. Of course, in America, you know, uh, look at the other side of this. You've got Joe Biden letting in all these people. Nobody seems to care. They just release everybody nonchalantly into America. And guess what? The socialists in America uh, are trying to get rid of all the police. They want to defund the police, get rid of the police. They're also letting prisoners and have let prisoners out of jail for a long time now. You know, Tower? I know. I don't, it's just backwards. Everything's turned upside down. So how are you going to keep peace in America when you're doing that? You, you, you can't. You can't. You get rid of the police. You know, right now, some of the murder rates are the highest ever been. Yeah. And, and they're the highest they've ever been in liberal-run places where they're tried to get rid of the cops. And then, of course, Joe Biden comes in and makes this stupid declaration that everybody has to have the vaccine or get uh, papers. Well, there's one word for you, two words for you. Screw you. There's no way I'm getting the vaccine. And I have researched it extensively. We have a line of doctors that are absolute professionals. And these are world-class world physicians who work with the top organizations including the NIH National Institute of Health and others who say openly do not take the shot it's killing people yeah and as they point out just because you took a shot and it didn't kill you doesn't mean you have a right to make someone else take a shot and they get killed that's for sure so it's time for people to wake up now I said all that to point out the fact that when we criticize this group here, you know, for what they're doing, you know, they've imprisoned, they've killed, they've cracked down. Well, look what's happening in America. Look what Biden's doing. Look what Pelosi and Schumer are doing. They're, they're aiding and abetting him. And you have a lot of Democrats, older Democrats, who do more damage with their mouth than anything else. They need to go. Yeah, they all need to go. Because the first thing they want to do, they, they blame race, they blame whites, they blame everything you could think of. Now, while you, you're watching Pelosi, she's got, what, $100 million in the bank? And yet outside her huge mansion, you know, you have all those uh, homeless people that are sitting there and nobody's taking care of them. And she wants to let in millions more into this country. But I have heard her say that they take care of the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she really does take care yeah. of the people. She doesn't care about them. So what we're saying tonight is there's a lot of... Uh, disproportionate uh, news in how they cover it. Yeah, 
yeah, what this group did in Myanmar is terrible. But what is happening in America is terrible. What is happening throughout the world, the known world? Matter of fact, there was an article, and, and it was news, actually, because there was 5,200, 5,200 scientists, doctors, and professionals who were putting together a suit against the nations of the world for what they've done and what they deem as one of the greatest humanitarian disasters ever to hit the planet. Because you have all of them trying to get everybody to take a COVID shot. They're locking them down. All of this has earmarks of the New World Order and globalism. Yep. And they're willing to kill half the planet to do it. Make no mistake about it. The evidence is there for these vaccines. The thing of it is, you don't need the vaccine. The thing of it is, if you just get the monocle treatments and also before the monocle, if you take the right vitamins, which I can tell you specifically what they are, and the reason I know it is because uh, Dr. Gundry told us about it a long time ago. And uh, we follow his protocol. And, uh, and he said, your immune system can do it. Trust your immune system. He says, that's what I do. I trust my immune system more than a shot. That's right. And come to find out, the other doctors who were telling you how to take care of yourself, they've listed the same vitamins and stuff. So make no mistake, you can do it. There are entire countries now. And uh, in Norway was the last one I was telling you about, wasn't it? Where they declared that COVID-19 was nothing. I think so. And that they're not going to have any kind of a lockdown, do anything, because all this is false. There's no doubt about it. It just, and, and I'm not saying people don't get sick, but if, you know, for years, you know, that all this was happening, we would look at all the deaths from COVID, and you'd say, wow. And then when you look to see that there was no flu at all, when previously flu was one of the highest killers and all of a sudden now there ain't no flu. Yeah, it's COVID crazy. is the flu. And of course they say, well, it's a stricter form. Well, you need to just call it a freaking flu. But there's been flu with humanity forever and we didn't lock down the planet. We're locking down the planet because we have people who are pushing socialism and power and prejudice. And uh, along the way, if you're like with Bill Gates and some of these other techies who have a lot of money, they want to find a way to depopulate the world as well. And a lot of people are dying. And they're dying from the shot. That's right. And so, otherwise. Now, while we're talking about this, Lebanon. Lebanon has been a mess, and of course with Lebanon the mess, there is Hezbollah in the country who wants to continue to to make an impact. Israel at a couple of times were involved in Lebanon. Lebanon used to be known as the jewel of the Middle East. It, it had uh, Christians and Muslims would live there in peace. It was a prosperous country, and then war and prejudice and hatred broke out, and it's a mess. Yeah, that's too bad. And they're saying, this comes from Mission Network News, that conditions are so bad in Lebanon that some parents decide death is better than life for their newborns. Ugh. And, that's horrible. Uh, Horizons International, uh, who works over there, said that they found a newborn baby, uh, a newborn baby in a trash bin mm. near their ministry centers. That makes you sick. 
and they said this is more common than anything. The umbilical cord was torn off, <gasps> and she was left in a plastic bag. Oh, that's horrifying. And of course, they saved the baby because it was right outside, and a Christian couple wants to adopt her, but see, all the daily essentials, life essentials, are out of reach for most of them, and of course, inflation is out of out of sight there and you're going to find out all these people that want to make America into a socialist country that one of the first things that has to happen your country has to crash which means outrageous inflation it gets to the point where you can't buy anything things are not available people go out of business then before you know it you have to bring in goods you can't afford to bring in goods nobody has any money and then, of course, then the government just becomes socialist because there's nobody left to oppose them. They've totally taken over, and you wind up like Venezuela and some of these others. But one one thing about it, and I forgot who it is that said this. They said one of the biggest cure for poverty is socialism. Because once you get into socialism, you never want to go back. That's crazy. Why do you think all these countries are coming to America? All these foreigners that are coming in through the border are not coming here because we're a socialist nation. They're coming here because they can come here and live, make a living. They can work hard and get ahead. But don't tell that to Joe Biden and to the others that are trying to destroy this country. Yeah. But the biggest enemy here is sin. And if you don't think the Lord God will destroy this nation, you better get your heads out of the nether region. Because he sent both houses of Israel into judgment, one forever. They're still scattered. They're known as the lost tribes. And the other, Judah, was in, was in judgment for 70 years, and then he brought them back. So make no mistake, if God will shut down and destroy his own temple, destroy Jerusalem, and send all of his people into captivity for their sins and pride make no mistake god will do that to any nation and by the way he's judged more gentile nations than he has israel or even america so make no mistake there is a truth here okay we are doing are you ready yes okay the way to the true eternal life. This is f coming from persecution.org. Um, the following is an excerpt from Jim K Jeff King's new book, a devotional focused on spiritual lessons from the persecuted. And for more than 20 years, Jeff King has been president of International Christian Concern, or persecution.org. And if you would like to order Jeff's book, you can go to persecution.org for more information. And everyone who has given up houses or brothers or sisters or fathers or mothers or children or property for my sake will receive a hundred times as much in return and will inherit eternal life. That's Matthew 19.29, the New Living Translation. The simple meaning of the above verse is often lost on Western Christians, but quite clear for Muslims who come to Christ. 
And Josiah was raised in a strict and devout Muslim household. He was taught very little about Christianity, but when he was in ninth grade, he felt curiously drawn to three Christian classmates. And they invited Josiah to a Christmas service, and he snuck out of his parents' house to go to the ceremony. It was an unforgettable experience. Josiah could sense the presence of God, and at that moment, he saw clearly what it would cost to follow Jesus. Leaving Islam would cost him his family, his education, his health, and perhaps even his life. And converts are typically beaten or killed by their family over the shame of leaving Islam. So at this time, Josiah wasn't ready to pay such a steep price. And he fell in with a group of radical and violent Muslims, yet Christianity continued to tug at his heart. But the cost of leaving Islam dominated his thoughts and feelings, and he walked away from Christianity. But much like the one sheep that went fishing from the flock, God sought him out and would not give up on him. It wasn't long before Josiah encountered a Catholic priest who wanted to meet with him, even though Josiah was armed and well-known around the town as a radical Islamist. So this shocked Josiah. And the priest told him, You don't want to live like this, but you see no other way but I will give you another way. And these words of the priest deeply touched Josiah's heart, and he instantly opened up and shared with the priest everything inside him, as God was tearing down the walls in his heart and laying aside every reservation. So he attended the church for the next two years, simply observing the priest and other Christians. And on Easter morning, Josiah saw the Jesus film, When he saw Jesus die on the cross for the forgiveness of sinners like himself, Josiah was utterly broken by the goodness of of Jesus. This offer of complete forgiveness was unlike anything he had ever encountered. In his heart, he knew that Jesus was real and that he was the only way to reach heaven through the narrow gates of Jesus, and immediately Josiah felt like he had found a home after wandering in the desert, lost and confused for years. He had been searching for truth. Now he knew the truth. That night he dedicated his life and heart to Jesus. And the trajectory of Josiah's life changed completely. He began a discipleship course and married a Christian woman. And Josiah and his wife experience, his wife's experiences gave them unique opportunities for ministering to Muslims in their community. They began a home Bible study for converts and for Muslims who want to learn about the gospel. And after surrendering his life to Christ, Josiah was cut off from his parents and siblings. They rejected him and even threatened him with death. This was the cost of his faith. Knowing Jesus and gaining heaven far outweighed the temporary and expense, or the outweighed the pain and temporary expense of rejection, even from those he loved most. In places and circumstances where there isn't a cost, or where there is even a materialistic benefit, as in the Western Church, the church will become sleepy. 
But in places and circumstances where Christians endure much suffering, the church becomes purified, and the dross of lukewarm believers melts away. Only those who love Jesus will their whole heart, with their whole heart will count him worthy of the cost. Oh, that's quite the lesson for the free church, isn't it? Well, it is. And if you think for a moment, what if that priest would have uh, hesitated? Yeah. yeah. Out of fear or something. Yeah. What if he decided that he didn't want to risk it, wanted to save his life? And I think that's one of the biggest lessons this whole thing teaches. That's right. And we we haven't had to count that cost in this Western world. Oh, that's true. Well, you know, everybody does it in their own way. You know, while we may not have lost everything, it still requires faith in America. You know, faith in the Lord to live in America as a believer. And uh, I I got into this discussion with uh, a native pastor in India one day, and I knew him all well. There's a group of them, and they knew us. There's a lot of people that were sending us letters from India. At that time, we were getting boxes, I mean, huge amounts of letter. They were selling our address as well. (laughs) But the thing of it is, as I told him, I said, living in America in a wealthy country is just as dangerous in yours. And, you know, you can look at them and there's bullets, persecution, death. But in America, you fall away from the Lord. And that's just as much a, a death as anything. That's right. And you become lukewarm. And you become sinful. Because the love of many, you know, because it's so wicked, sin and iniquity will abound. And the love of many will wax cold. And that's what happens. So it's dangerous in a rich society. Yes, it is. And then if you look in China, they're working to cut off the Christians there. And North Korea, they totally cut them off. And... In America today, you have people working. Joe Biden's working to cut people off from saying no to the vaccine. That's the way these all these groups work. If they don't like what you're doing, today it's the vaccine. Tomorrow it'll be Christianity or That's something right. else. Make no mistake, this is the way it works. And there is issues with the vaccine, not just health rescues issues but the fact that it does have uh you know aborted baby uh some stuff coming from the aborted fetuses we know that and i've known it for a long time we we've we found them in other stuff not to mention a lot of other things that i'm not interested in having shot in my veins exactly but at any rate a good story oh it is and Jeff King, uh, you know, we, I don't know him, and uh, I don't go to any of their big uh, regional meetings because I don't go anywhere. Uh, I, we work exclusively this way, and uh, I'm always writing or working online or doing something. And, uh, and so this is what we do. We, we work from here, and uh, 
But see, there's a lot of people, though, that go out there, a lot of ministries. And uh, so um, if you, we recommend you find a ministry that has boots on the ground, can help the persecuted church and give them some money regularly to help them out. Because you're you're going to share in in the fruits of that ministry, but uh, Amen. Our brethren in Christ need that. And uh, Victor Marx is one of the latest ones. I mean, we've um, and uh, his is all things is possible ministries. Uh, he's on uh, a number of social sites, uh, and. Uh, He's a different kind of a ministry. You'll never find another one with him. Right now, him and his wife, she had COVID and he has COVID and one of his main workers has COVID. Um, they were in the jungle not too long ago um, and on a certain trail there where a lot of the people come to get to America is very dangerous. And uh, he could have picked it up along the way down there. Yeah, that's true. It's hard to say because he's been rubbing shoulders with a lot of these illegals down there that are coming up. So at any rate, Victor Marx, you can just use that V-I-C-T-O-R, Marx, M-A-R-X, All Things Possible Ministries. Look him up. Pray for him and his yes. family. And he says, stop worrying about me. I'm either in the hands of God or I'm not. He says, it'll work out. <laughs> So that's a pretty bold statement. I like it though. I do too. Yeah, it says I'm not going to worry. I mean, you can't. This is, you know, that's, can't afford to worry. No, well, you got faith, and you know, faith. Even you know, I call it faith to faith. You go from faith to faith, and you know, as as a person believes in his heart, so is he. Or she. That's right. So we're going to have to get out of here. We are? Yep. Okay. Well, good night, everybody. We appreciate you being here, and we're very thankful for you. We love you. We pray for you. May God richly bless you and keep you, and thank you for all you do for the Lord, and please pray for your brothers and sisters around the world. Good night. God bless. Well, folks, it was good to be with you. Yes, amen. And uh, Tower and I and the family are doing fine. And we're continuing to do our work. But make no mistake, we have done in-depth study on the COVID. And, uh, you know, there's certain things I will not do. I already know that ahead of time. Whether it's for Christ or COVID or something else. I have a set path and that's what I'm going to do. And I don't worry about death. I look to the Lord. I open the door to tomorrow, not with fear, but with faith. I believe that no matter what comes, God will make a way for me and my family. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. Trust in the Lord. Look to him. Be resolute and stand firm. Shalom, everybody. Go to our websites, warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Good night.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.